Good morning. Musta po kayo? Musta kayo? <laughs> okay lang ba? Parang hindi. O kung kung napapansin niyo po yung boses ko medyo uh, paus pa, kahagaling ko lang sa ubo at sakit, pero praise God that I am here able to speak. But I pray that you're all well. Na magaling po tayong lahat. Wala pong sakit na bumabagabag sa atin. Medyo malayo na tayo sa Joshua and we're uh, last last Sunday you've been in Joshua chapter 12. A little summary on what we have covered so far. So So yan, let's let's look at the slides. So beforehand, yung Joshua 1 to 5 after the death of Moses, si Joshua na ang naging naging leader. Iba pala doon. Sorry. Ayan. Si Joshua na ang naging leader ng Israel. And he leads them ayan, into obeying the law. And then in chapter 2, he sends spies to survey the land. And tapos may tumulong sa kanilang prostitute whose name is Rahab. And later on, they cross the Jordan in order to conquer the promised land. And then in chapter 5, they met an angel of the Lord who, who Joshua asked, Para sa amin ka ba? Or kalaban ka namin? But he says, neither. It means that this is not your fight. Hindi ito laban nyo. Laban ito ng Panginoon. And so we continue in Joshua 6 to 12. Mga napag-usapan natin in, in the, the past few Sundays, they battled with the Canaanites. Simula mga laban dito, lumaban sila with Jericho. And Jericho fell. Natalo ang Jericho without them lifting a finger. Naubos ang Jericho at and then they went to Ai. Tapos sa Ai, natalo naman sila. Pero kalaunan ay nanalo sila. The, the theme of this is in order to receive your inheritance, they have to obey the Lord. And then furthermore, in, in, in chapter 9, yung mga Gibeonites na niloko sila. And then chapter 10 to 12, yung mga hari na na mga Canaanite na tinalo nila and afterwards a list of those who fell to the Israelites they won from this list of kings and kingdoms and so this is the background and the context of what we'll be talking this morning in Joshua 13 to 21 by the way malapit na tayong matapos sabi nga ni Brother Bernie these are two Sundays more sa series natin na set foot in the road never traveled So let's read Joshua 13:1 to 5. When Joshua has grown old, Englishin ko lang po ha, na verse, I'll explain it kasi ang hirap sa Tagalog nitong may mga lugar-lugar. Believe me, mahirapan tayong magbasa. But let's, let me read when Joshua had grown old, the Lord has said to him, "You are now very old, and there are still very large areas of land to be taken over." In 2 to 5, This is the land that remains all the regions of the Philistines and the Jeshurites from the Jehoah River to the east of Egypt to the territory of Ekron. Samahan niyo akong basahin. On the north, all of it counted as the Canaanite though held by the five Philistine rulers in Gaza, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron. The territory of the Avites and the south and the land of the Canaanites. From Ara of the Sidonians, as far as Afek and the border of the Amorites, the area of Biblos and all the Lebanon to the east, from Baal Gad 
below Mount Hermon and Lebo Hamath. Nakaka-bless po basahin ito, no? Ang sarap basahin. Amen? Amen ba? <laughs> Nakaka-bless basahin. Naintindihan niyo ba? Hindi. Yun din yung na-feel ko nung binabasa ko to. Sabi ko, paano ko to ipipreach? Parang listahan ng utang. Parang Joseph, Royal True Orange, uh, Boy Bawang, Mik Mik, Tapos Captain Seed, yung butong pakwan. Alam niyo ba yun? Nakakain ba kayo nun? Parang ganun basahin, no? And boring kung sabihin natin. Buti yung iba yung nagsabi na na-bless sila. Pero ang hirap ma-bless pag nagbabasa nito, no? But this whole passage of Joshua 13 to, to 21 are records a list of towns of Canaan. This is Canaan. Conquered yung mga nasakop na at yung mga sasakupin pa ng Israel. It was given to them as an inheritance, pamana. And remember, merong ilang tribes sa, Egypt, sa Israel? Ilang tribo ang Israel? Twelve, dose, no? At mga tribo nito ay apo ni Jacob, anak at mga apo ni Jacob, until sila yung mga kaapu-apuhan pa ni Abraham. So ang story dito, as you start, The tribes of Reuben and Gad and yung half-tribe ng Manasseh na anak ni Joseph ay nabigyan na ni Moses ng kanilang sariling mga lupa. Kasi sabi nila, nung patawid pa lang sila sa Jordan, sabi nila kay Moses, Moses, amin na lang tong east of Jordan kasi malaki yung kapatagan, marami sigurong damo. Pwede naming ipastol dito ang aming mga kahayupan. Our livestock will flourish here. Let us build A kingdom, a, the walls, malalaking pader, iwanan namin ang mga asawa namin at mga anak. Pero, tatawid kami, sasama kami sa iyo, lalaban kami hanggat sa makuha ng mga kasama naming tribo, yung mga lupang ipinangako sa amin, saka kami babalik. At tapos, yung tribo ng Levi, ano yung mga Levites? Sila yung mga pare. Hindi sila nakatanggap ng inheritance or pamana their inheritance was was the lord because all that was offered to the temple dun nang gagaling ang kanilang pagkain ang kanilang sahod but later on we see also that they were given settlements pwede silang tumira sa mga kabayanan ng mga tribo sa 12 na tribo and so the remaining nine hindi pa sila nakatanggap or technically eight and a half hindi pa sila nakatanggap ng kanilang mga inheritance or those the promised land to them the promised area that they can inhabit and develop and and so they went on they surveyed the land and nilagay nila sa mga mapa tapos nagjakan po sila akin to and they cast lots yung basiguro may mapa doon inano nila yung bato kung saan malagay yung bato yun yung kalupaan nila Ito ang mababasa natin sa whole of Joshua 13 to 21. Nakaka-bless po ito. Sa totoo lang. Pero pag binasa natin, parang mapa na walang larawan. But this are records of land na para pang pag yung mga mag- magkakapatid, pag hinati yung binigyan na tayo ng mana ng ating mga, mga magulang, parang from mother title, 
It was divided into individual titles of the land. But let me ask you, ang hirap basahin, no? Why was this included in the Bible? Why is this important? Why would the Lord include this many details of lands and territories? Why would God enumerate the 12 tribes and their corresponding lands that they conquered and need to conquer? Para maintindihan po natin ito, let's backtrack a little. Let's go back to Abraham in Genesis 12, verse 6 to 7. Sabi dito, Abraham traveled, Abraham traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreh and Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar to the Lord who appeared to him. This was in Genesis when, Abraham appear, when the Lord appeared to Abraham. So let's back up a little. Tinawag si Abraham ng Panginoon at ang kanyang pamilya ang naging bayan ng Israel. Ngunit sila'y inalipin sa Egypt. And then Moses came, directed by the Lord, napalaya sila sa Egypt. And then they made a covenant with the Lord in Mount Sinai. Tapos paikot-ikot sila ng 40 years in the wilderness. From Abraham to this time, Sobrang tagal na po. It's, it's been 400 years. 400 years plus. But deep in the hearts of the Israelites, alam nila. Alam nila ang pangakong ito ng Panginoon sa kanila. Nung naging alipin sila sa, sa Egypt, they were forced to labor for 300 or so years. But they know there will come a time the Lord will give them a land. Bibigyan sila ng lupang pinangako ng Panginoon. And when they were circling in the wilderness for 40 years, they knew there will come a time the Lord will give them a land, the land of Canaan as their inheritance. Whether they believe it or not, that's a different story. And this is exactly why these verses in Joshua 13 to 21 are very important. Ito po ay isang listahan. There are a record of the inheritance. Pamana. Yung pamana ay isang bagay na binibigay ng tagapamana sa tagapagmana. Inheritance is a property, money, title, whatsoever. And ito yun. This is Joshua 13 to 21. It's a list of the inheritance of Israel na sinabi ng Panginoon kay Abraham. This is it. And after all these years, after many generations, eto na. Sabi ng Panginoon kay Joshua, you are now very old and there are still very large areas of land to be taken over. This is it. This is the Lord reminding Joshua, eto na ang binibigay ko sa inyo. The Lord is fulfilling His promise. The Lord is giving them their inheritance what is rightly theirs. Ito yung sa kanila. Ito yung binigay ng Panginoon sa kanila. The name of the cities, no matter how boring we look at it, this, means, this meant something to the Israelites. Ito yung katuparan ng sinasabi ng Lord sa amin. Nung sinabi niya ito 400 years to Abraham. And the Lord is giving it to us. Hawak, abot kabay na namin. Nakukuha na nga namin yung iba. 
all these details, all this list point to a God who fulfills his promise. A God who's not just a promise giver, but a promise keeper. A God who is trust, trustworthy. Panginoon, mapagkakatiwalaan. Hindi tulad ng mga jowa nyo. Sa mga singles, no? Minsan, sabi, susuungin ko ang lahat. Bumahaman, bumagyuman, lumindulman. I love you to the moon and back. You and me against the world. Eh, ba't ka di dumara- dumating kagabi? Umaambon kasi. <laughs> Tapos yung mga nagu-good morning, nagu-good night na, kahit wala pang label. Tapos tinatanong ka kung kumain ka na. Tapos sinasabihan ka, ingat. Ingat kayo sa mga ganun. Tapos biglang, di na nagtitext. Di na nagpaparamdam. Ghosting po tawag doon. Ghosting. Mga paasa. Tapos yung mga nagsasabi na, ikaw lang sapat na. Ikaw lang sapats na na may zipa yan, no? Pero, pero yung pala may ibang katex. Scammer. Huwag ganun, huwag ganun mga, mga young people, ha? yung mga singles dyan, huwag ganun. But the Lord is not like that. Ang Diyos ay mapagkakatiwalaan. Lahat ng kanyang mga pangako ay kanyang tinutupad. At wala ni isang mabibigo. And we see that in the whole of Joshua. We see that no matter how long, 400 years, the Lord will fulfill His promise. But this did not come easily. Hindi ito madali. They had to fight their way. Lumaban sila. Nakita niyo yung Joshua 1 to 12. Lumaban sila. They had to be obedient to the Lord. To honor that covenant to the Lord between them and God. And pakonti-konti, some of these areas they were able to conquer. Na, na-declare na sa kanila. As some tribes re- received their land, some were still fighting A, an interesting character emerges from the shadow. Isa itong, isang itong taong to, interesting itong taong to. Biglang minention siya sa Joshua 14. And he was given a special portion of the land. This person's name is Caleb. Read with me, Caleb, in Joshua 14, verse 6-9. Now the people of Judah approached Joshua at Gilgal, And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, Kenizzite, said to him, You know that the Lord said to Moses, Man of God, at Kadesh Barnea about you, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land. And I brought him back a report according to my convictions. But my fellow Israelites who went up with, with me made their hearts of the people melt in fear. I, however, follow the Lord, my God, wholeheartedly. And we continue. So on the day Moses swore to me, the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance, and that of your children forever, because you have followed the Lord, my God, wholeheartedly. Do you remember Caleb? Throwback. Na remember. Na, natatandaan niyo ba si Caleb? 
And yung mga, mga writers, no, they, they are specific about it. Son of Jephonite from the tribe of Judah. This was the same Caleb whom Moses sent out with the 12 spies to survey the land of Canaan. Ito yun, he is the same person. And nung bumalik yung, when they survey the land, nung bumalik yung 12 spies, sabi nila, Canaan is flowing with milk and honey. Masagana ang Canaan. Maraming kahayupan, maraming mga puno, maraming prutas. Ito nga, nagdala nga kami ng ubas. Sobrang tamis. Pero hindi natapos doon yung report nila. Sabi nila, pero malalakas yung mga tao doon. Malalaki yung mga walls nila, mga pader nila. Nakakatakot. But what did Caleb say? What was Caleb's answer? This is what Caleb said in Numbers 13.30. Sabi ni Caleb, Caleb told the people to be quiet and listen to Moses. Caleb said, let's go now and take possession of the land. We should be more than able to conquer it. He knew about God's promise to Abraham and alam niya ang kasama nila ang makapangyariang Diyos. Kakalaya lang nila from Egypt. Tinalo nila yung Egyptians with the power of the Lord. Ang daming pinakita ang Lord. Ngunit natakot yung iba. Sabi nila, hindi natin pwedeng atakihin ang kinaan. Gumawa pa nga sila ng mga kwento-kwento. They lied. And they said, mga higante yung mga tao doon. Nakakatakot. Nawalan sila ng tiwala sa Diyos. And sabi nila, nag-complain pa nga sila, sana hindi na lang kami pinalaya ng Diyos sa Egypt. Malalakas pala mga kalaban namin. Nagkudita sila from Moses and they were planning to kill Moses. But the Lord intervened. And nagalit ang Panginoon sa kanilang katigasan ng puso. Muntik na silang ubusin. Muntik na ubusin ang lahin ng Israel. Pero nagsumamo si Moses and Moses said, Forgive them. And the Lord forgave the Israelites. But on one condition, sabi ng Panginoon, pinapangako niyang wala ni isa sa hinarasyon na matitigas ang ulo ang makakapasok sa promised land. They will not be able to enter the promised land because they did not have faith in the Lord. All but two people, Joshua and Caleb. Sabi dito, none of those who treat me with contempt will see it, but because my servant Caleb was has a different attitude and has Lagi itong sinasabi, wholeheartedly followed me. I'll bring him to the land he already explored. His descendants will explore it. And another one, I raised my hand and swore an oath to give this land to live in. But none of you will enter it except Caleb, son of Jephone, and Joshua, son of Nun. And it all came full circle. Forty years ago, they were just surveying the land. Caleb was just surveying the land. Caleb followed and trusted the Lord rather than focusing on the size of their enemy. Lahat ng mga hinerasyon niya, either namatay sa desyerto, namatay sa laban, naubos silang lahat. But here's Caleb. After 40 years, after 45 years, reclaiming God's promise to him. And he said, God Caleb, rather, followed the Lord wholeheartedly. He trusted in the Lord's help before 
Sabi niya, ganun pa rin ngayon. I will trust in the Lord. He was not afraid kahit gaano man kalaki ang kanyang kalaban. And so we continue, sabi ni Caleb, Now then, just as the Lord promised, He has kept me alive for 45 years since the time He said to Moses while Israel moved about in the wilderness. So here I am today, 85 years old. After 45 years, I am still strong as today as Moses sent me out. I am just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. Sabi niya, and this was his request. Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourself heard that the Anakites were there and their cities were large and fortified. But the Lord helping me, I will drive them out just as he said. And paulit-ulit, laging inuulit, Caleb followed the Lord wholeheartedly. And he was as vigorous as before 45 years ago to conquer that land. And he was not afraid. He trusted in the Lord's help. Anong mga pinagdadaanan nyo ngayon? Anong bumabagabag sa inyong mga puso? What's weighing you down? What are you going through right now? What challenges are they? Sometimes we, when we focus on our on our troubles, our challenges, our problems, yun ang una natin nakikita. And we become worried. We become troubled. But sometimes we have to look at somewhere else. We have to focus on our God, on a bigger God who's bigger than all our troubles. And like Caleb, ano, Caleb, ano man harapin natin sa buhay, gaano man kalaki, kabigat at kalala. Ano mang unos ang pinagdadaanan natin, mananalo tayo at mananaig tayo sa tulong ng Diyos. Amen ba? Amen. Para mahina, para hindi kayo naniniwala eh. Amen? Amen. God's promises are rock solid. Tutuparin niya ang mga ito. And itong Diyos na ito, mapagkakatiwalaan. Pwede tayong magtiwala. Ang dapat nating tugon, katulad ng kay Caleb, And he followed the Lord wholeheartedly. Ang tugon natin dapat ay pagtitiwala. Our response should be, Lord, I trust you. You are trustworthy. And you know what? Obedience, trusting in God, following in God. May ganti pala yan. May reward. It is, obedience is a reward. And dahil sa pagsunod ni Caleb, ginantimpalaan siya ng Diyos, a land that he and his family can enjoy. Sabi dito, Then Joshua blessed Caleb, of son of Jephunneh, and gave him Hebron as his inheritance. So Hebron has belonged to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite ever since, because he, he followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Paano? Wholeheartedly. Hebron used to be called Kiret Arba, after Arba, who was the greatest man among the Anakites. We are to trust in the goodness of God. Mga pangako ng Panginoon, our response should be to trust Him wholeheartedly. Ang Diyos ay mapagkakatiwalaan. Lahat ng Kanyang mga pangako ay Kanyang tinupatupad at wala ni isang mabibigo. And so towards the end of the passage, nung isa-isa na sa mga 12 tribes ay natanggap na nila ang kanilang lupain. 
At ang mga Levites, binigyan sila ng mga pakonti-konting mga settlements where they can live. The verse declares in Joshua 21:43, So the Lord gave Israel all the land who was sworn to them to give to their assessors, and they took possession of it and settled there. All the land, lahat ng pinangako ng Panginoon, mula kay Abraham, all of Canaan, and that whole area, the Lord fulfilled His promise. And so we, we continue. So the Lord gave Israel all the land. Dito pala sa 44. The Lord gave them the rest. Lord gave them rest on every side. Just as he had sworn to their ancestors. Not one of them, not one of their enemies withstood them. The Lord gave all their enemies into their hands. Ganito din ang sinabi ng Diyos. Sa Joshua 1.13, when they were just starting their fight. Remember the command of Moses' servant, the Lord. Not one of all God's promises to Israel failed. Remember the command that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you after he said, The Lord your God will give you rest by giving you this land. And lagi lagi, all over Joshua, we see this theme of rest. They can rest because the Lord will fight for them. Hindi naman sila actually yung lumalaban. Lumalaban ang Diyos kasama nila. They can rest because the Lord will protect them. They can rest because God is on their side. They can rest because the God who promised Abraham to fulfill and give them this promised land is trustworthy to fulfill those promises. My brothers and sisters in Christ, rest is a spiritual exercise. Sabi ng isang author, the number one enemy of Christianity is exhaustion. Yung walang pahinga. Rest. When we rest, we declare that we have confidence in God. That God is working, that He will provide for the needs of our family. All that we need. Pag nagpapahinga tayo, sinasabi natin na, Lord, you move even if I don't. And the opposite is true also. Pag hindi na tayo nagpapahinga, akala natin nakadepende sa atin ng lahat. We think, you know, when we don't move, the Lord will not work. But when we rest, we say, I trust in you, Lord. And so, like the Lord's command to Israel, what the Lord declares to them, may we learn to rest because we have a God who is good and faithful. Ang Diyos ay mapagkakatiwalaan. Lahat ng kanyang mga pangako ay kanyang tinutupad at wala ni isang mabibigo. And so in the last passage of Joshua, 13 verse 45, 21 verse 45. Not one of all the Lord's God's promises to Israel failed. Everyone to the dot was fulfilled. And we learn today that the Lord can be trusted. Na ang Diyos ay isang mapagkakatiwalaang Diyos. 
Now, no matter how long his promises are, he will fulfill them to the dot. All of them. And that was, it, that was necessary to list that down because it shows that the Lord is faithful to his promises. And when the Lord promises us something, ang dapat nating tugon sa kanya, sa kanyang pangako ay pagtitiwala. Should follow the Lord wholeheartedly. And because the Lord is with us and fights our battle, because the Lord is good and He can be trusted, we can rest. We can rest that no matter how weak we are, the Lord is faithful, the Lord is good, the Lord is gracious. Hindi po alam ng marami sa inyo, seven years ago, bago ko po naging asawa si Elaine, I was engaged. Muntik na rin po akong ikinasal. Halos four years din po kami nung, nung magiging asawa ko sana. But two months before our wedding, na I found out hindi pala ako sapat. <laughs> Meron palang iba. Meron palang hindi lahat ng party masaya. My third party pala. <laughs> and gumuho po ang mundo ko. Sobrang sakit po. Yung sinakluban ka ng langit at lupa, na-feel ko po yun. Yung pinunit ng makailang beses yung puso mo, na-feel ko po yun. Ang hirap nung time na yun, ang sakit. And I decided to cancel the wedding. Umuwi ako sa Dumaguete. And more than the heartbreak, pag matagal na po kayo, yung mga plano nyo, nagkakakros na ng landas. It was so difficult to move on because you had a lot of plans together. And lahat, ng, lahat po nung mga yon naglaho bigla. And I questioned the Lord. Lord, bakit ako? Lagi naman, bakit ako, Lord? ba diba? Laging ganun. The feelings of shame, hindi natuloy yung kasal mo. Yung guilt, baka, baka ako yung may mali. Yung betrayal, bakit ginawa niya ito? And anger, nagalo-halo na po yung lahat. And I thought, hindi na po ako makakamove on sa season na yun ng buhay ko. Sobrang hirap po nun. Hindi naging madali. Pero with the help of family and friends and by the grace of God, I was able to come out of that difficult and painful experience. Lagi-lagi sa mga mahihirap na panahon, the season ng buhay ko, in times of failure, the Lord always reminds me that He knows what He was doing with my life, that He knows what He is doing with this life. And I always claim the promise of God in Josh, Jeremiah 29.11, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. But it was difficult but I held on. Alam ko na, Lord, may plano ka sa buhay ko kahit anumang hirap ang dinanas ko. Wala namang assurance po. There was no promise na makapag-asawa pa ako muli. So I, that's why I took my time. Uh, in-enjoy ko muna po yung singleness ko. Alam ko lang na mabuti ang Diyos. Alam ko lang na mapagkakatiwala ng Diyos in spite of what happened to me. Kaya hindi ko po inakala nung 
Nung pandemic, nagka-live-life po ako. So, nagka-connect po kami uli ng asawa ko. Nung 2019, nagkasama kami sa isang camp. Pero nung nag-uusap na kami, nung 2020 naman, nagka-pandemic. Pero wala pong makakapigil sa pusong nagmamahal. Kahit pandemic pa po, pa po yan. <laughs> so, wala pong makakapigil. Nagligawan po, niligawan ko po siya. Naging kami. And after more than a year, nag-decide po kaming magpakasal. Hindi na po ako pinakawalan ng asawa ko. Hindi ko pala siya pinakawalan. Hindi ko na po siya pinakawalan. Sa ganda po, sa ganda po ng asawa ko at sobrang bait. Maganda pa po boses niyan. And so, but really it was all God's provision and grace. Sa aming relationship, ang hirap ng pandemic. Yung goodness ng God na experience namin hanggang sa napakasal kami. God has been faithful to see us through. Hanggang ngayon po, buhay po ang ating Panginoon. Siya po ay mabuti. He is a faithful God. Palakpakan niyo nga po natin ang ating Panginoon. What promises in God's Word are you holding on to? Anong mga pangako sa salita ng Diyos ang inyong pinanghahawakan? Anong pangako ng Diyos ang mga pinanghahawakan mo sa buhay mo? Like His promise to Abraham and to the Israelites. Tutu pa rin ito ng Panginoon. Gaano man kahirap, gaano man katagal, hindi kanya bibiguin. Our God is a promise keeper. He is trustworthy. Mapagkakatiwalaan ang ating Diyos. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you that you are a waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, and that you fulfill your promise. Salamat, Lord, that we see this in the whole, in the whole of Joshua. Nakikita namin kung gaano kayo katapat, gaano kayo mapagkakatiwalaan. And Lord, naway kami magtiwala sa inyo, Panginoon. May we, like Caleb, follow you, Lord, wholeheartedly that we will choose to obey you and reap the rewards of obedience. Lord, knowing that you are a good and a faithful God, naway matutunan namin magpahinga sa iyong presensya, sa iyong pangako sa aming buhay. Hindi ko po alam ang mga pinagdadaanan namin ngayong umaga, Panginoon, sa bawat tao na nandito sa bawat pamilya na narepresenta. But Lord, hipuin mo nga kami. Assure us in the most tangible ways that you love us, that you are good and your promises and your words you will fulfill in your perfect time. Panginoon, salamat sa, sa umagang ito. Salamat that we can experience your love, your goodness, and your faithfulness. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.